The five of you watch in silence as this beam of swirling blue and green light reaches for the stars as if setting a beacon on your horizon. The aurora of blue and green now completely gone. So it's all out of the sky now? Yes, there is no more aurora in the sky. Well, I think that's our sign. Yeah, so that doesn't happen, right? Y'all have never seen just disappear? Uh, how long has this been over our sky? The aurora? Yeah. Oh, probably. There's no record of it ever not existing, so our whole lives. It's a fairy fire made into a beam? What, what is the meaning of this? I've never seen anything like it. I can tell you that, uh, that's probably my destination, though. I'll look at Dalevin. You do this? Well, no, not me exactly, but I, I, I prayed to one of the old gods, and uh, they answered. Well, if uh, you all are interested in heading towards the beacon, uh, I'm I'm with you. Uh, I do think it is my destination, and by going there, we might be able to fix whatever this imbalance is you guys are experiencing with these beasts. And uh, I don't know, there, there's something over there, and, and I'm willing to bet there's an orb. Hmm. Curious, and I'll nod at Finch. Well, if it could rid the forest of these beasts, then uh, I say we join him. And I'll look over at my companions. Whatever, dude. I'll nod. All right, are y'all heading out now then? Well, it's still nighttime, right? It is nighttime. Have we short rested already? Yeah, assuming? you've short rested during this conversation. Well, they're all uh, elves, price. right? Yep. yep. They don't even need the full rest. Nope. <laughs> Am I going to hit exhaustion? If I don't get a full rest? Uh, I don't think you've experienced a full day since your long rest before going into the library, so... Probably already exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> as badly as I do want to see this through, I think I need uh, maybe a little bit more time to recover, if uh, you know what I mean. I think I could, I could sleep for just a few hours and maybe be ready to go. For the record, mechanically, just a few hours will not change anything. Right. And I guess also technically, if we don't get our meditation in, we would also get exhaustion. We'll say it's like nine o'clock at night. So it's not like we, yeah, okay. deep into the night. So you could probably push even further. I mm -hmm. mean, if elves only need to meditate for four hours, then what time does an elf meditate for a long rest? How far away does this beacon appear to be? Is there a way Give to judge? Give me a survival check. Twelve. It's roughly a mile away. Okay. Well, it's not too bad. Well, I... It appears that it's only maybe a, a mile away. I'm not sure that it would be there in the morning. You might want to at least go check it out first. It's definitely within the 10-mile perimeter that the wardens have around this area. Okay, well, yeah, a mile, that's, that's not too far. I'll be fine. Yes. I'm ready when you are. I'm ready. I'll slowly stand up using my cane to, or staff to uh, prop myself up. Mm, yes. And I'll start putting the fire out. Trekking through the wood, the moon glistens and lights the area. Stone pillars from hidden ruins cracked from age are randomly seen hidden in the brush, sitting idly in the overgrowth. The wind is cooling and refreshing as it passes through the trees, swaying the branches in a calm melancholy. You can hear the wood creak from these ancient trees as they bend to these soft winds. Eventually, in front of you, you find a clearing a shaded grove where the trees on its perimeter have long branches that create a canopy. 
In the middle of this grove is a bit of raised land that is surrounded by clear, sparkling, shallow water. An old willow stands in the center. Its drooping branches create a curtain hiding the center. You each reach for your canteens that have run low and move to this clear, slowly streaming water for a refill, a practice you each know to make while trekking at long lengths. And as you dip your canteens in, they bubble as the water flows into the container, and then a gust of wind moves across the area. The willow's weeping branches dance with the wind, and then you hear a voice around you. What languages do you each know? Common, Elvish, Giant, Primordial, and Sylvan. Uh, common, Druidic, Elvish, and Sylvan. Common, Elvish, and Sylvan. Uh, common, Dwarvish, Elven, Sylvan. <laughs> common, Deep Speech, High Speech, Sylvan. All right. You each know this language. It's Sylvan, and you hear around you. Are you lost? So I know that sound was just like ethereal, basically. It wasn't like, I know it wasn't like one of them saying it. I, oh, I yeah. can like sense that. It's like, definitely a different voice than these four people. I'll definitely put my head up and look around, see if I can figure out where it came from. Uh, is this out of the ordinary for us? Yes. Okay. Did you all hear that? Yes. And I'm looking around frantically. Who goes there? Petra will draw one of her short swords. I'll just look around. I'll answer maybe a, we're not lost, just finding our way. If you're not lost, then why are you here? You move in the direction that I was promised no one would ever enter. Who promised you such a thing? Manglehue. Named after Patreon supporter Matthew Engelman. We, we mean you no harm, we're just passing through. Ah, but I don't know if Manglehue will see it that way. But who, who is this Manglehue? He is a protector of this area, like me. But he gets much angrier. And what are you? Give me uh, perception checks, everyone. 14. Crit miss. Crit. 24. 21. Everyone but Dalevin. You each see, standing in the curtain of branches of the willow, camouflaged with the surroundings, a feminine figure looking in y'all's direction. They speak out again. Mangle, he was an ancient protector of these lands. A giant who is prone to anger and violence with trespassers. I'm here to warn you not to move forward. Well, we are protectors of this land as well. And again, we mean you and your friend no harm. Hmm. It will take some convincing for me to not warn the protectors ahead. Who are you? Where do you come from? Why are you here? I'll maybe take a step forward and uh, speak up. I'm like, well, I, I am Flynn. Finch Cartwright. I'm a master scout of Asus. I, I'm of the Crimson Command, and I'm sworn to do nothing but protect Asus and its lands. Uh, I'm, I, I'm only here to seek balance and peace. A human? A human here? You've brought nothing but rot and destruction to this land. Why would I let you pass? I, I have done none of these things. I, just one one bad apple shouldn't spoil the, the bunch, should it? Mankind is a disease. That seems kind of harsh. We're not all bad. We, we've brought many blessings to this world. Yes, this one helped us slay one of the uh, the beasts. Well, the beasts are what we protect. Oh, these are evil beasts. We know them uh, as from a different realm, right? Yeah, I couldn't remember that what we were calling them either. We, so. we know that the... The Falarian? Falarian. You know historically that whenever the Falarians fought the Beast of Dwarla in the War of the Beast, they would capture Beast and release them on this land, on this island, to keep the elves in hiding. 
Um, so the Dwarlin beasts are not native to Asus. Well, this this beast was not native to Asus. It was a Dwarlin beast. Yes, one of the many-headed monstrosities that the Falarians brought. Still an innocent beast. So what makes the beast innocent and the human guilty? Mankind has built civilization and destroyed land. You don't live with the land like the elves do. I strive to. Is that not something? It is just very odd to have a human here. One accepted by elves. And she looks at the four of you. Well, that should tell you all that you should know. If a group of elven protectors like ourselves trust them, then certainly you could do. Give me a persuasion check. 14. I will let you pass. I will not warn the protectors ahead. That way, maybe you can stealthily find your destination. Good luck. And she kind of fades into the willow branches back into the center of the tree. And I'm still just like looking up and looking around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess, Dalevin, you never saw (laughs) where this voice was coming from. And she was speaking in Sylvan the whole time. I'll look to Finch and say, in Sylvan. I, I didn't know you knew the language of the forest. Yes, I'm a ranger. I've grown into who I am by living in the forest uh, and walking these lands. Obviously, my first time with Thansis. Well, this will make communicating much easier. (laughs) (laughs) Please continue to speak. So in default, I assume we're all in Sylvan. All right, what is is y'all's move? I guess we still see the beacon in the distance, right? Over the canopy, you can still see the beacon. I guess we shall continue. Stealthily, I would assume, as that creature told us to do. Yes, I agree. And uh, on that note, I'm going to transform into a panther and hop up into a tree. All right. So as you move in the direction of the beam of light, the forest is becoming much more difficult to traverse. Finch, however, is able to help the group along, despite him being foreign to the area, finding quick routes around natural obstacles. The beam of light only appeared to be a mile away. So at a decent pace, you should find it pretty quickly. However, it starts to feel like you should have been there by now, but you're not. And as Finch leads the four of you into about a 10 foot wide path, everyone give me perception checks. 16. 12. 21. 21. 31. (laughs) Everyone but Dalevin again. (laughs) Uh, Up ahead down this path, you see about 30 feet away, trees and brush and vines move and grow blocking the path before becoming still. These vines and branches intertwined create a wall very quickly, but not quick enough for your eye to catch what happened. The forest is blocking your path, leading you in circles or longer routes. Whoa, what was that? I I think we're being pushed into certain paths in certain ways by the forest. It seemed to have just grow attached right there and block our way. Maybe I look around to see if there's any other like paths around this blocked path. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely go like a different direction and like find your way through the brush, but this path completely seems to be walled off. So it's just, you know, making the terrain and the area difficult to traverse. Well, uh, Petra is also a ranger and a natural explorer and can't become lost by magical means. You're not necessarily lost. You're just being blocked. Obstacles are being put in your way by the forest, as in like, think of it like a a magical maze where a wall is put in front of you, where you can't traverse the wall. You're just blocked and have to go around it. 
Uh, Petra will look for another way around it. Okay. Um, if that is what the action is going to be, this is where we will start. Skill challenge. A skill challenge. Give me initiatives. What lies in front of you is a large area of fallen trees. There are plenty of trees still standing, but the fallen ones completely cover the ground. There are large trees, some of them solid, some of them rotted. First up, we have Anarin. How will you trek across the area of fallen trees safely? You'll need three successes in order to move forward, and the DC is 12. On a failure, a random mishap will happen. Uh, I'm going to use my survival All right. to uh, sort of map out a path through these fallen trees and uh, just sort of, I guess, usher my companions through this area. All right. So give me the survival check. That is a 13. 13 is a success. I think we can make it through this area here. Just follow me. After Anarin, we are on to Finch. Uh, I'll use my athletics to hop from, I guess, one fallen tree to the next, making sure to keep my balance and not twist an ankle and fall off. 10. 10 is a failure. I will need you to roll a d12 for me for a random mishap. Here we go. It's a seven. She loses other eye. <laughs> As you're hopping from tree to tree, you realize that like you're getting distracted by these flies all around you. These black flies that they just keep biting on your skin and distracting your vision. And you take one misstep because of this distraction and fall. Because of these black flies in the area, everyone has disadvantage until this round is complete. Mm. Damn. Mm. After Finch, we are onto Rafil. I'm going to use my insight to see that Finch has fallen. <laughs> <laughs> And as I'm trying to get through the trees or whatever, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to use my 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 wisdom to to get around him <laughs> and the flies and everything. Nice. Uh, that's gonna be a six. Six is a failure. I will need you to roll a d12 for a random mishap. Eight. Trying to dodge Finch, you uh, slip off of one of the trees and sprain your ankle. <laughs> what? Your speed is halved for the rest of the day. Mm. Oh, bummer. After Raphael, we are on to Dalevin. I'm going to stay like up in the trees as much as possible. I don't know how dense this forest is, but uh, I'm just going to travel along like up in the treetops. And uh, I'm going to use my perception to see if I can find a uh, clear path. Okay. 13. That is a success. As you guide the, uh, the adventurers along. So that's two successes. Only need one more. And we are on to Petra's turn. Okay. Petra is going to use her quarterstaff to find a solid ground uh, by kind of like driving it into the ground and then pole vaulting from tree to tree. Okay. Uh, what skill are you pairing this item with? Oh, um... Acrobatics. All right. So that will give you advantage, which will nullify the disadvantage. 16. 16 is a success. So using your pole vaulting techniques, you jump from log to log. What are you doing, fools? This way. And that will complete this round of this area of fallen and rotting trees. We move on. 
You find a large nest of snake eggs near a tree. You look in front of you and see a wooded area with small areas of thick brush and sunken earth. Next up is Dalevin. What will you do to avoid obstacles here? You will need three successes for this round, and the DC is now 13, and you no longer have disadvantage from the black flies. Um, I'm just going to use my wisdom, just uh, the knowledge of the land, uh, to again try to uh, chart out the path of least resistance. All right. Go ahead and give me that wisdom saving throw. Cool. That's going to be a 21. 21 is a success. Are you still in panther form? (laughs) (laughs) And after Dalevin, we move on to Finch. So I think I'm going to use stealth to... uh, be light on my feet around these snake eggs and what possible snakes could be around and uh, just trying to move softly and not like disturb the area around me. All right. 15. 15 is a success. Okay, everybody, w- w- watch out for snake eggs. Try not. I think we shouldn't move too much if we can help it. We need to respect the nature around us as I slowly move around. And after Finch, we are on to Petra. So I will use my jump spell to uh, increase my jumping distance to jump over some sunken earth. (laughs) Crit miss. Crit miss. Uh, Because that would technically be two failures, I'm actually going to say roll me two mishap dice. Mm. Uh, The one is a four and one is a 12. The 12 is an automatic success. Wow. You, You got lucky. How did you get lucky as you jumped over this ravine or sunken bit of sunken earth? I think in preparation of the jump, I didn't realize that there was a tree ahead of me, but at the last minute, I saved myself by just like kicking off of it right. and averting disaster. All right. Averting a um, George of the Jungle moment. And as your feet find solid ground, thunder cracks across the sky, and there is now weather that is completely distracting you. Rain falls, like a really heavy rain. For the rest of the day, you have disadvantage. Everyone has disadvantage on ranged attacks and survival checks. <laughs> For the rest nice. of the day. Yikes. Mm. That's unfortunate. That messes up everything I do. <laughs> <laughs> and after Petra, we move on to Anarin. Uh All right. Uh, now that the, the, the rainfall and the weather is becoming an issue, uh, Anarin is going to use his uh, constitution save to not let this bad weather affect him and continue just trudging along. All right, go ahead and give me that constitution save. That was an 18. 18 is a success. Don't let some rain get you down, but we're almost there. I can see the, the beacon now. And with that success, we hit all three successes for this round of the skill challenge. So we will move on to the next round. A stench engulfs your nostrils, a foul stench. You find yourself on the edge of a bubbling bog with trees, vines, and shrubs growing from the murky waters. Next up is Raphael. You'll need four successes, and the DC is 14 for this round. I'm going to use my religion to believe that I can push through my twisted ankle. (laughs) Yes, gotta have faith. You pray to the gods and have faith that they will... Gotcha. <laughs> is it George Michael? <laughs> it's a crit miss. It's unfortunately a double failure. So we will need two mishap rolls on that D12. Get that 12. It's a 
It's <laughs> so a two and a 12. A two and a 12. All right. So uh, you got lucky. What made yourself lucky and succeed in this religion check? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. George Michael. What the fuck are you? What do you mean? Yeah. Lucky. The old God. Yeah. George Michael. I, I believed. And I knew. What? The hands of George Michael touching his body. Maybe something actually divine happened. Maybe a God actually does something for you. I knew something divine would happen. <laughs> but what? what what did you see? What happened with that? What actually happened? I prayed to uh, the toenails, <laughs> <laughs> and they answered my prayer. And I knew they would because this is what got me through uh, my, you know, anger management or whatever. And missing your aunt. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, as you do find a clearing and a way through this bog, you uh, a snake comes out of the water and attempts to bite you. For a 16 on the attack? That's a, a defender wins. Defender wins. All right. Uh, so you you dodge the snake attack as it just kind of sinks back into the water as you disturb its its area. And you avoid damage and being poisoned. Ha! <laughs> and after Raphael, we move on to Finch. Okay. So you said there was like a bunch of little vines and stuff hanging down. Sure. Yeah. Vines, um, trees. Okay. So... I'm going to match my dexterity saving with the mini mining mitt to bring up maybe some earth or some rocks to kind of help just give us a small path to be able to walk. Not so much in the bog, like trudging through water. All right. Yeah. So go, go ahead and give me that check. 21. 21 is a success. You guys are going to love this. As, as I kind of like pull on the uh, the glove, get it nice and tight, and then I'll just kind of like stick my hand out and you'll just kind of like see bubbles and stuff coming up from the bog as like a little bit of earth kind of rises like an inch out of the water to give us something to walk on. <laughs> <laughs> and after Finch, we are on to Anarin. Uh, all right. Um, I'm going to use my strength saving throw. All right. Uh, because I assume we're in like thigh deep water. I'm just gonna like, like, like I'm pushing like a like a sled in football, just to like force my way through this water. All right. Uh, that's a twenty-three. Uh, I'm not gonna let some stupid water stop me. <laughs> <laughs> so menacing. <laughs> and after entering, we only need one more success, and we move on to Dalevin. Okay. So I'm having a lot of trouble uh, getting through this bog in my panther form. And I'm going to transform back into my human form. <laughs> and then I'm immediately going to just start dropping because I have no strength. Uh, so I start to drown, but then I cast Misty Step to uh, try to get on the opposite side of the All right. So give me the spell attack for the Misty Step. Fruit. All right. That's two successes. Uh, you only needed one. Uh, you pop out from the water and onto land. Ugh. I'll just brush myself off actually ended up on the final area or on the final piece of land out of the bog and as everyone catches up to you we move forward into the deep wood As you finally make your way to the beam, you step into a very large clearing. A thick layer of lush green grass and clovers cover this flat area of land that is roughly 200 feet of a naturally shaped circle. 
In the center of it is a very large tree. Balls of light float and move slowly in the branches of this mighty tree. Next to the tree is a small stone structure. And from that stone structure, which is maybe waist high in height, the beam of light shoots into the night sky. Give me perception checks. 10. 16. 11. 10. 14. Nothing odd about the area other than this beam of light. This seems like a normal clearing to y'all. And the floating... The floating lights, mystical at best, but uh, nothing special about them. Nothing that, you, that anyone may know. Hmm, is this this orb? I'm just walking up to it. And I'll reach out and try to grab him. Uh, and you just feel this really frail hand try to hold you back. Uh, what? Quiet down. Now that that lady that we spoke with did tell us we needed to be quiet, stealthy. And I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace. All right, so uh, yeah, go ahead and give me. I guess you, this means you're trying to stealth forward. Uh, at, yeah, after that I would. All right, so everybody, give me stealth checks if you're moving as a group in a stealthy form. Uh, everyone has to stay within thirty feet of me. Oh no, everyone just stay, stay close. Nineteen. Twenty-nine. So, if I rolled a crit miss, um, do I still go add? ahead and tell me what it is, like what the actual ad is? So it would be. Plus 10 and plus my... Stealth. Yeah. Okay, so that's 19. So crit miss with a 19. Yeah. All right. Uh, 24. Crit. My crit and his crit miss could just negate each other. Wait, so you critted. Yeah. And then you're adding your stealth as well. Okay, so my crit plus the stealth so uh, plus the 10 would it's, be... It's 42. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just disappear. <laughs> so yeah, we'll say that with this very powerful spell, uh, even with Raphael making a mist up here or there, Finch makes up for it with his critical, uh, maybe stopping Raphael from making his bad move, and you stealthily start to move forward. Are you heading just straight towards the tree and this structure with the beam of light coming from it? I would think so. Yeah, yeah. going straight for that beam of light. You get about 50 feet forward. You're still roughly 50 feet away, but I'm gonna need another perception check from everyone. 20. Crit. 27. 11. 24. 24. All right. Everyone but Raphael. Above the structure, this well-looking thing, in the beam of light, you see a spherical object just floating about five feet above the stone. What color is it? From this distance and in the light of green and blue, it's hard to tell what color it is. I'd like to check uh, my pouch. Open the flap and look in there. There's any pulsating going on from the red orb? No. Okay. Well, I'll close the flap and still look back at it and whisper it. I think that's what I'm here for. Let's go get it. All right. So give me another stealth check, everyone. 28. Crit 23. 10. That's with the plus 10? From the paths without the trace? 20. (laughs) Oh, sorry. That's a crit 33. Uh, Critical miss. (laughs) Hmm. 14. Hey, another crit and crit miss, though. Uh, I'm at, I think at 39. <laughs> he is, in fact, at 39. Good Woo-hoo. God. All right. So, again, uh, maybe this time Dalevin is feeling a little weary and almost makes a misstep, but Anarin stops him from that misstep, and y'all continue stealthily forward. And you get roughly 10 feet from the well. And uh, still, because it's kind of 
cascaded in this blue and green light emitting from this stone well. Uh, you can't really tell what color the sphere is that is floating above the well. And as you get this close, though, you notice that the well itself is roughly 10 feet wide. And it's because it's floating five feet high above the well. It's probably going to take a, a significant jump to get it. I'll probably, like, kind of take a few steps forward and look back at them. And uh, I'm going to climb up there and jump for it. Chances are, whenever I get a hold, I'll just be gone. Like the store you told us. Yes, and yes. hopefully your beasts will be gone as well. And everything should be okay. How, how high up is it? Uh, with the well being three to five feet tallish, and then it floating five feet above that, centered in, it's roughly eight feet high, eight to ten feet floating. I'll walk over to Finch. This might help, and I'll uh, touch him and uh, cast jump. Well, all right then. Uh, so that means you can jump three times higher and far. You will have probably no problem making this jump now. All right. I want to be. I want to like give y'all stuff or something. Kind of, kind of like, like as a thank you because I think this is this is goodbye. Maybe I don't know. I don't think I have anything Things to give. Things that we'll though. never get to use. Yeah. Well, I meant like I got like this Pedic fanny pack and stuff. <laughs> oh my god! From, from the future. From the future <laughs> future yes, stuff. You know? Hades. Give me that keychain. <laughs> That's. I only got two things though. Um, Are you like looking around in your bag? Sure, we can say I'm doing that. Sifting through, trying to find some things. Uh, and I will definitely pull out the two PEDEC things. Uh, these are just some things from my time. I just want to say thank you all for your help. And I'll just, maybe I'll hand the fanny pack. I'll like put my hand out. Just just protect Asus. I'm going to reach for the fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? And I'm just going to like hold it up. You can cinch it around your waist and put things in it. I'm going to try to cinch it around my, around my waist, but it's too small. So I'm going to put it around my... Because <laughs> I'm a bulky boy. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I don't have much, but here's uh, this little keychain. You can put it on the on the tassel of the fanny pack. And... Keychain? <laughs> it, it's too. blinking with like my name on it, right? It's not blinking, but it does. Is it the one with your name it on it? It was Flynn with one N. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anarin, who doesn't know common very well, now has a keychain that says split in common. I'll kind of like, I'll kind of like touch him on the shoulder and be like, or like give like a little pat, you know, and be like something to remember me by. I certainly appreciate it, and I'm gonna put the keychain in the fanny pack, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna turn around and face what I believe is the orb. Go ahead and give me a athletics check with advantage if you're running and jumping for it. Sure. We'll say I calculated his jump height, and uh, with jump it is 18 feet <laughs> high. He can jump. <laughs> So. so with advantage, uh, athletics is a 17. All right. So you run forward this 10 feet and leap above the well and take hold of this orb. And the four of you do indeed see him disappear. And as he disappears, the beam of light has an end to it. And it goes back into the sky. And you see the northern lights come back. That aurora is back. And then you hear something grumble. You hear a creaking of wood, and the balls of light in the branches start to fly towards you, and this tree comes alive. Uh, run away. What? You're half, what? You're half movement, and you're sprained ankle, too. <laughs> you're yeah, limp just away. like limp very quickly. I'm mad. I'm going to rage. 
Raphael starts to limp away. Petra does not uh, back down against a beast or a monstrosity, so she will be drawing her short swords. What are you guys doing? (laughs) I'm fucking this tree up. We we don't need to fight the Dunhand. I'm raging. I'm already raging. Hey, listeners, if you would like to hear the combat with the treant for these four elves, make sure to head over to Patreon and I'll be putting it on there for bonus content. The four of you, though, go ahead and give me initiatives. I'll be spectating. (laughs) Make sure everyone plays fair. (laughs) Calculate the numbers for them. Oh, yeah, that's my (laughs) my forte for sure. (laughs) Yeah. 17. I have a TI-83+. plus. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice. Uh, nine. Nine. 17. 12. 25. Crit, too, if that counts. Oh, Rage McGee over here. Mm-hmm. Swung the name my son. Rage McGee. <laughs> Rage <laughs> McGee Adams. <laughs>